Hello, everybody, and welcome to this award-winning, sensational audio presentation known as What's the Story Podcast, and you're listening to WTS214. My name is Danny Murray. And I'm Graham Merrigan. All right. Graham Merrigan, how are you? Good. How are you, Danny? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, um, I'm, I'm content, shall we say. Content is. Yeah. I've I've often used the phrase content in when someone would ask me how are you, and then some people would say that's not very positive. I I think it's quite positive. I think content is like it's a nice feeling of you're you're settled and everything is going just you know at a nice yeah. pace, taking over, and you're you're very comfortable with how things are. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Excellent, my man. Excellent. Um. Yeah, we have a good podcast this week, but before we jump into as well, no, actually, let's give a little bit of a, what it is, I suppose. So, friend of the show, John Blake, uh, got in touch with you um, off the back of a charity challenge that he had a major role in. Well, I suppose he came up with it, didn't he? Yeah, he's right. He yeah. came up with it, yeah, definitely. It's all um, time, yeah. And it is in aid of a charity that's very near and dear to us, the amazing suicide or survive, and... It, it, it a great idea. Um, essentially, getting a group of people, twenty for twenty challenge, twenty thousand kilometers, and raise a load of money, and everybody gets involved. Perfect, great. Sign me up. Said a load of people, not me, because you know <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't do kilometers while eating spice bags. Um, so <laughs> you know, but at the same time, are they eating ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> it, it, just just a wonderful, wonderful idea. So uh, two of the people who are involved, that Eamon and Mary, are, are going to be with us in a couple of minutes. And they'll be telling their story and saying a little bit about how things have got on and one thing and the other. And uh, well worth a listen. But I suppose one of the things about Suicide to Survive uh, that we should definitely give a little nod to, another friend of the show, John Ross Krangle, recently completed... Uh, I don't know, it was just a pitch and put challenge where he played like a ridiculous amount of pitch and put in one day. I can't remember what he called the challenge, but I think he played 18 rounds in, I can't remember. I'm doing him a disservice here, but whatever amount of rounds he played, <laughs> all, all in one day in Lockingstown pitch and put. So he kept it local, amazing. And he raised over seven fucking grand. Unreal. Amazing. And a great awareness for the pitch and put club as well. So exactly, sign up to yeah. the pitch and put club. Do, do. And then, uh, Donate to sort of five as well, and um, but yeah. Jr. If, if you're listening, mate, fair play to you. You're you're a credit to the border. You always have been. You always will be. Keep on um, keeping on, Jr. Indeed, indeed. And then I need to give a little shout out. Then, so uh, listeners to the show, this is a little bit different. We don't normally do this kind of thing, but uh, Deck and Michelle, who listen to the show, uh, are expecting their first. And just want to wish them well as they embark on sleepless First nights. First boys background. Oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they're, they're, they're first pitter-patter of feet running around the gaff. Very good. Who are Deck you and know? Michelle? Listen to the show, Graham. Okay, do, do I know them? No. Very good. Congratulations, yeah. Deck and Michelle. So, Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, the first What's the Story baby? I yeah. know oh, Lindsay's is. Lindsay's is definitely because she had to leave the show in order to have the baby. And... <laughs> And as we know, that led to all sort of legal difficulty and Lindsay hasn't been back as a result. And we can say I, no more. I think Lindsay's doing 20 for 20. Legally, I'm not allowed to talk about Lindsay Doyle anymore. 
That's fair enough. Because there was some unpleasantness, and I may have started rumor that she was, you know, dead. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. She just left the podcast, which for me is the equivalent of passing away. But anyway, look, Deck anyway. Michelle, uh, congratulations. Wishes all the best with it. We'll organise uh, What's the Story Baby Grow or whatever merchandise Mero has in his attic. <laughs> <None. laughs> Don't be saying that, Grant. You definitely have merchandise in the attic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, man, the only thing I can think about we're talking about is throwing tin super people. Oh my God. <laughs> that just clicked on you, did it? What? Your brother sent it to me. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. I, uh... Donald Trump comparing bricks to tins of soup. And saying how bricks are too heavy and you can't throw them. But a tin of soup, it's perfect. It's as if it's being made to be thrown at people. Like, what is going on? Like, what is actually going on with the world? Oh, man, we're living in a fucking parody. We really are, like. And in the same week, Shamrock Rovers draw AC Milan in the next round of the Europa League. As we we put the omen out there, that, that would be the ideal thing to happen when we are speaking to the wonderful Phil O'Connor. Or mm. Philip O'Connor, I should say. He uh, has a thing about nicknames, so I feel like I should address him by his proper title. Big Phil. <laughs> See, you're just saying, nah, I'm sticking to my way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking Trump. He's a, I, I think he's going to get in, though. I think he's going to win again. I don't know, man. It's going to be It's going to be very... I think we should, right? We should do a podcast closer to the time, but not like politics, politics. We should get like... We'll figure out some way of doing it that like we can still, you know, be light and entertaining and not too serious and filling the world with dread, but also alerting the people to the fact that there's a good chance the world will end within the next four years. <laughs> like <laughs> And now and now because they've brokered deals with Israel and the UAE, mm. th- like that that will appeal to a lot of Jewish voters in America, like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know, the, the Israel thing kind of, uh, I don't know enough about it to, to, to have any sort of opinion, and I don't have enough skin in the game, uh, for want of a better expression, sorry to the Jewish people out there being circumcised. <laughs> this, is why, this is why we shouldn't be allowed to talk about these things. Skin in the game. <laughs> Sorry to the Jewish listeners who are circumcised. <laughs> oh, my, oh God. my God. Let's go straight to the interview. Yeah, who are you interviewing, Danny? Eamon Maloney and Mary O'Shea from 20 for 20 SOS Challenge. We'll say hello to Eamon first. <laughs> How are you, Grant? How are you, Danny? How are things? Great, great, Eamon. Thanks, me, mate. That's How good. are you, Mary? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. So, you we've been involved in Suiciders Hoy for years now. We did a couple of fundraisers for them as well. Just w- one of you, whoever wants to go first and explain and what is the Twenty for Twenty Challenge? Come on, Eamon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Twenty for Twenty, basically, John Blake came up with an idea uh, that twenty people would do twenty thousand kilometers to raise 20,000 euros for suicide or survive. And so then he put out the call, he contacted SOS and SOS were delighted to hear that, you know, somebody wanted to raise funds for them or whatever, put out the call. And I think we got 30 people in total. Lovely. To, uh, to join in from all around the country. Uh, Mary's in Tralee, I'm in Galway. There's 
two other guys in Gal- or three other guys in Galway, and then most of the rest are based in Dublin. There's one in Carlo, uh, all around the place or whatever. So most of us didn't know each other from the start, um, and when we were about to start and kick off the the challenge, uh, COVID came along and kind of knocked us for six, and kind of we were all doing our our kilometers within our 2k and all this kind of messing around and you can do the kilometers whatever way you want whether it's cycling running walking hiking uh rowing it doesn't matter uh and uh, you know a lot of kilometers were done during the lockdown on turbo trainers and stuff like that and mills and things like that in houses to try and get the kilometers up but uh that's so that's where where it all kind of started uh, yeah, and Mary, you're you're in Trillay, a beautiful part of the world. So you must be spoiled for choice in terms of where you're heading out to get your kilometers in. Oh, I had, <laughs> I had plans to get kilometers in across the world, so I did. Oh, oh wow, right, okay. Yeah, so, so, so COVID was a real kick in the hole for you, so. Absolutely, everything had to be cancelled. Every single month, I was going somewhere except for August. August, I was staying at home to do most of the fundraising, taking advantage of. You know, like Rosa Tralee and all the things that were going to be happening down here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I was really going to rack it up in in August, but uh, everything is cancelled. Absolutely, everything got cancelled. Everything got thrown out the window. And I'm I work in a hospital as well, so um, I was thrown out the window as well. <laughs> I wasn't able to do anything I had planned to do. Even if you could still travel, I wasn't free to do what I yeah. had hoped to do. Um, so, so you know. How, how have you adjusted then, Mary? Because obviously something like this, you're, you're planning to do 20,000 kilometres. Yeah. Um, there's a massive group of people doing it, obviously. The coordination and planning has to be, especially if you are planning on travelling all over the world to do this kind of thing. So how well, did you... I was that on myself and actually nobody, well, Anthony Doran, Anthony knew in Suicide or Survive, but nobody else knew what my plans were. I didn't right. tell okay. anyone. Um, and yeah, and like the ball was rolling on everything you know the permits were being got and people were being roped in all over the place to get yeah. this going so and what kind of what kind of places were you going to travel to i was going i was going to turkey in march i was going to denmark in april i was going to new york in may i was going to london in june I was starting in Berlin in July. Then I was going into Croatia with one of the other guys that's on the team mm-hmm. in with me. Then we were going over to, um, oh, my brain's gone dead. We were finishing in Hungary and coming home. And Mary, you, I were said, com- oh. you were completing the four times over with air miles alone there. Jesus. <laughs> if I could count them, yeah, it would have been mega. <laughs> but no, I was going to track everything. And I had like, I had roped in, I'd hired a, personal trainer down here I have another friend who um she's a personal trainer as well and I was going to get her involved now she was working in Los Angeles at the time and actually thanks to COVID she had to come home to Ireland so she was here and then I had a third one roped in who was very kind of um she does adventure racing so you know she does that I like you think uh, John does lunatic stuff this girl does lunatic stuff all over the world (laughs) so she was taking me out She's like, right, I'm taking you up this mountain and we'll get photos there. I'll take you out kayaking out in like Dingle and we'll get photos there. So there was a whole there was a whole agenda. So there was that nobody knew anything about. I didn't even tell everything to Anthony. I was like, just trust me. Just go with it and trust yeah. me. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. How, how, with Eamon from Galway and 
Mary and Tralee. How did you, did you just hear about it on Facebook? Because John's Dublin. Well, mine was through work. Okay. Yeah, so I work for Momentum Support and mm. they're mainly a Dublin-based company. So there's a, maybe eight, ten of us in the group um, that are with Momentum. And um, so I'm the one with all the, all the, the, the what the hell stories. <laughs> you'll be thinking. So, um, our like it's a great company for um, you know, they're really conscientious about employee mental health and well-being, and we do a lot of charity work. And the main charity partner that we always work with is Suicide or Survive as well. And so, start of the year, our CSR and quality manager she sent out. Um, a call in the organization looking for people to do this 2420 challenge. I hadn't a clue what it was. I saw the email. I'll, I'm going to admit right now, I saw the email. I skimmed it and I went, oh yeah, I'll ask when I get to Dublin. And I was going to Dublin for a meeting. So I got in the car, drove to Dublin. I got there and it's like, what's this 2420 thing? Um, and I got a brief and I stupidly thought it was a thousand kilometers that would be completed by a group of people. <laughs> and so I came back and said, that's no problem. I'll take that back to, I'm in University Hospital, Kerry. I said, I'll take that back to the guys on site here. And no problem. I know because they're, the staff are really good at helping me. Like we do the, um, the appeals at Christmas time and things like that for Simon community. And they always help. Mm. And I came back to Tralee and um, then they said, no, look, you, it's, you have to do the thousand kilometers yourself individually. And everyone then started going, mm, I don't know, that's that's a lot. And I just thought, you know what, I'll do it myself. It's grand. Fuck it, I'll do it. So, <laughs> what the hell? It's fine. I have loads of free time. I don't. Read the, always read the small print, Mary. Merlo and his legal team can attest to <laughs> I had a fractured toe and I had a torn knee. Jesus. And I was thinking, okay. So, I'm in no pressure then. Uh, I hope your story is as good as that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little bit, not not quite at the same level, you know. Uh, yeah. Basically, it was two jumpers for goalposts. So, obviously, you know, I've yeah. been involved with Brilliant. jumpers for goalposts and, you know, started in Galway last year. And at Christmas, we raised 500 quid for Suicide or Survive and we'd uh, got food for COPE, the local homeless charity. And Next thing, 20 for 20 came up in my uh, Twitter feed, I think. And uh, I was like, what's that? And I was like, right, I'm signing up for it. I don't care. A thousand kilometers? Yeah, okay. I managed to rope in uh, with two brothers-in-law. And then what happened next kind of kicked me in the you-know-what. Basically, my wife decided to separate. COVID came along. And my mother ended up in the hospital, and uh, 20 for 20 basically kept me on track. Oh, wow. So um, it was like, and then on top of that, just to add into that, it was, we stayed open during COVID. And so I was working six days a week for 14 weeks. Cool. And what so, does he do, Eamon? I work in a builder's merchants. Right. So we were an essential service. Right. Six uh, days, Jesus. So it was like so you were you were kept busy during a, a time that probably would have been dark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's it gave me something to to focus on and try and just go right. Target is thousand kilometers. Let's do it. And I had in my head to go above the thousand kilometers to go above the thousand euros that we had to raise. And you know that was mm. my focus was 
yeah, the thousand is the base level, but I want to go further. So that and that's what I was like, just head down, let's do it. Yeah, you know, I think I blasted through the first couple of months, March, April, fine, not a bother. May, I dropped off big time, and June, July, August, back up again, and August was, you know, I did massive amount of kilometres in August. So, but the other thing I did with it was, unlike Mary, I didn't decide to go world travelling. I went around the Atlantic Way, basically. So, brilliant, yeah. I've done part of it in Tralee with Mary. Um, I did the Greenway up in Ackle. Um, I did Diamond Hill in Connemara last weekend with my son. Uh, I've done a couple of other forest parks around the Atlantic Bay. So I tried to do it in different places uh, and try and get the kilometres up by doing uh, the other part of it was I wasn't just going to run or walk or I decided to do everything. So I've rode part of it, I've ran part of it, I've walked part of it, climbed part of it, cycled part of it, just to to mix yeah. it up. You know what Brilliant. I mean? So, and, and as everybody, like obviously John uh, Blake, um, it's his idea and stuff. But has everybody met? Has everybody that's doing it have 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 you all met in a, like in, in Dublin or anything? Or is that the plan? Or well, it was the plan. Uh, I'm harassing people on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> I've convinced most people to come to Kerry. In fairness, most people will come anyway. But um, no, it is the plan. It is the plan. But like everybody's working or different schedules or whatnot so it's uh, I was saying to Eamon earlier on we're like a Venn diagram we're in some of us and out and then back in and then back out you know yeah yeah so we'll get there eventually we'll have a big gala when it's all finished and we can actually put that many people in a room <laughs> very yeah, good yeah, yeah and, and Eamon you were saying obviously you were you, you heard from your kind of uh, volunteering with Jumpers for Goalposts um yeah. have either of you because it's a charity such as Suicide or Survive um, is it just a part of raising the money, or is it something close to, to both of you? Or what? What? What is the, the the main reason, or is there a reason? Uh, well, for me, there there's lots of reasons. Suicide or survive. You know, I I've been pretty public in that. You know, I've suffered with my mental health for years, and um, the knock on effect of my mental health has you know had a knock on effect on my family and stuff like that. And some of my family members have suffered from it. I've had workmates suffer from uh, mental health problems as well. And, you know, in the past couple of years, I've had myself five years ago, I was within metres of a suicide attempt. Um, and it was it was only a matter of, at the time, what stopped me from getting out of the bed at the time and taking the steps was... It was to do with, I was, after volunteering my first fortnight, but it also was to do with my kids. And it was like, you know, that's what stopped me from doing anything. And that was a culmination of a lot of things that had gone on through the years. I'd, I'd been on medication for over 10 years, heavy medication uh, for uh, both bipolar and uh, depression. And, you know, unfortunately, the mental health services in Ireland especially during the early 2000s, it was medicate, medicate, medicate. Yeah. Come and see us four weeks' time. Come and see us four weeks' time. And that was it. Mm. Yeah, I think Amos froze on us there. Yeah, the Atten Roy Wi-Fi's let him down. Yeah. 
And there there was me saying the leash Wi Fi would be the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 give, we'll give it a sec. He might, uh, he might come back. He'll be gutted. <laughs> Fine, lad. I'll carry the show. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. And we go live to Tralee now because Eamon left us. His broadband went down. Just text me. Yeah. Ah, okay. Because he just said broadband broadband went down. So I don't know if he's trying to restart it or not. Jeez, mm. broadband lower than shit, isn't it? That's oh. Even working from home, like I, I don't know how many times it texts me, me boss saying, uh, "Broadband's down, <laughs> internet's down." Yeah, you're just doing that so you can watch another episode or whatever on Netflix. You show it you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> boss. My wife work is down. Done. Can't join that call. My work is done. <laughs> I can watch the deadly, the many episodes of Deadliest Catch I want. You're still on Deadliest Catch, are you? Yeah, it's I stopped. You have yeah. to be. I stopped and started. I'm on Friday night dinner now. Is that that Jamie Oliver thing? No, Friday night dinner. No, no, no. Friday night dinner is Simon Board, Jewish family. And the two brothers go over to their parents for dinner every Friday. All right. It's a 20, 23 minute like comedy. It's only six episodes a season. Okay. It's on Channel Four. Never heard of it. Ah, oh, it's fucking class. Simon Board from the Inbetweeners. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very good. The dad is fucking hilarious. I was gonna say try him once more there, and if not, sure we'll play one. And... You back, Eamon? Is that Eamon? Is that he back? Yeah. Uh... No, he's not. He's not showing up on my one anyway. Sure, look, we'll keep an eye. Um, uh, we'll try to get him back on. But Mary, for you, then you were mentioning that um, kind of you came to this through work and yeah. kind of the the various things. So, have you done so for our SOS before, or have you been involved in any other fundraising efforts before? Or nothing. Never heard of them before in my life. Honestly. Deadly. That's Deadly. That, that, so. That's all we have time for tonight, and. and uh, <laughs> So, right, so now, now, that, now that you have heard of them and whatever. Have you learned much about them in your time fundraising? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love how somebody takes on a commitment to saying, yeah, I'll walk the legs off myself. Uh, what's the cause? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> what, what's in an aid of? I don't know. To be honest, with you, probably something to do with animals or something. <laughs> oh, oh my god! So how far? Right. So it's uh, you started this back in was it March? Was it before March? You kicked off. Uh, it was supposed to be the start of March up to. Um, I think initially it was going to end on the tenth of September. Tenth of September is. Um, Suicide awareness. Um, yeah, suicide awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how many kilometers have you done so far? Ninety nine. No, actually, hang on. I've about ninety five kilometers left. Obviously, oh, I didn't get to walk in this evening. And have you? Have yeah, you so seriously. And I didn't like. Okay, so once coronavirus started, and obviously being in the hospital, like we, I was working 
seven days, every bloody day, every bloody yeah. day, morning and night. You know what I mean? So, um, and I remember about a month in maybe or so, I texted John one evening and I said, look, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do anymore. Um, I'm probably, we have a great WhatsApp group that we have going <clears throat> that we're on all the time, every day. You know, it's like jokes or supporting each other. I say like, we've definitely become this kind of dysfunctional family. We know far too much about each other. I know everyone's kids. We're like raising each other now at this point, who's doing what, but it's brilliant. So it is. And it was great um, for everyone through the whole of it. Now me, I had to, and I said it to John, I was like, look, I'm going to have to, I'm muting these notifications. I don't have time to breathe. I, mm. I definitely can't be walking around with my phone <laughs> all the time looking at notifications coming through. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. I already know all of the plans I had are starting to cancel. I mean, we never foresaw it was going to go on for as long as it was going to go on for. I thought once the yeah. first thing cancels, I, you know, it won't be that bad. It wasn't a pandemic yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a flu at that point, I think. Um, and so, and he was great. He just, he said, look, um, sorry, my dog, there's somebody outside. That's all right. um, what's his name? What is it? What, what's their name? Girl, Angel. Angel. What type of dog is it? She's half a pit bull, half a dog Argentina. Now that's a bit like your ex, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. I knew that was coming. And <laughs> again, the dog and shot there. Angel. Yeah, keep like, on it, yeah. If she comes in here, she'll be on top of me. So she will. Angel. Yeah, she's very protective. So she is. Uh, yeah. um, there she is backing you up on that. Before um, Eamon got cut off by the Attenborough yeah, broadband. Yeah. He was he was telling us about his um, struggles, I suppose, with bipolar and depression in the past, and it's kind of pushed him to to try and help suicide or survive. Ha, has has that ever happened to you in the past, or are you just helping because you're just a really good citizen? <laughs> Complete altruism here. Um, no, me, no, I've never been at the point where I've contemplated suicide. Um, I, my brother took his life. My brother took his life uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, 12 years ago on his birthday, on his 23rd birthday. Oh, um, yeah, and I've had others in my family and, mm. you know, our in-laws or friends that have succeeded in taking their life or have attempted to take their life or are at some point in the journey right now or some that are in are not recognizing where they are in the journey right now yeah, you know yeah. so um and i say and i was talking to when Eamon came down to do um to do some of his kilometers down here i was saying to him you know it's so strange how all of us have ended up in this group together um and all have the same well obviously if someone's going to do it they're doing it for, for because it means something to them mm. but if I think back, I never would have imagined, like it's almost as if we've been preparing for this for years. I mean, I did maybe 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, long before my, my brother or anybody I even knew at that point had taken their life. I did the suicide bereavement support training. I just saw it one day I was in, um, I was finishing my degree and it was up um, on the wall. I was, I was, this is a whole nother of like 
podcast, I would say, Mary's, <laughs> and Mary's uh, background, you know, <laughs> everywhere. So I was initially training to be a social worker and um, it changed my mind. <laughs> uh, really? Halfway through that. Change your mind, yeah. did it? I changed my mind, yeah. I look, I'm one of these people that I, I feel other people's emotions really much. Like if someone is genuinely upset, hurt by something, I feel that. If someone's happy about something, I feel that. I don't know. I just, I always have. And I remember being in second year of the degree and they started, we started with our childcare cases and things and it was upsetting me and it was making me angry. And I, but I had enough self-awareness. I was thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And they started talking about the burnout rates and you know, the difficult situations we were going to come up with. And I was thinking, I'm going to get myself arrested. I'm going to be kidnapping children and taking them home. And like, I'm going to start this shit out. And it's not going to happen anymore. And I just, I knew it. I thought, I can't. I knew myself that I shouldn't do this. But I never quit anything. So I don't, never. Even when I should, I don't freaking quit. So I finished the degree. And um, we're going off on another tangent here. But anyway... Uh, finished the degree and <clears throat> I'd always wanted to be a lawyer so I decided and I was actually in my second year as well I remember the the law lecture and she said Mary you know this might be something you should think about again me wanting to save the whole world it wasn't just going to be a regular lawyer it's going to be a human <laughs> rights lawyer <laughs> <laughs> so off I went and I was doing my black hall exams like <laughs> I'm telling you this is a whole other podcast <laughs> and <laughs> life happened again and that time it was called a recession and um, to finish training as a solicitor, you um, you have to get a training contract with a qualified solicitor. It, you know, um, they agree to train you in certain things over. It's like I say, it's like the guards. There's different phases. Sorry. There's different phases um, in it. But I mean, it's monitored. They're signing a contract with the Law Society. They're, they're being monitored doing it. So like you can't just wing it. Someone's coming to check that you're learning stuff you're learning. And in the recession, there wasn't even work for people that were qualified. And I could not get a contract for love nor money. Now, I did. My own solicitor here found me one in Dublin. But I'm in Kerry. I had a, I, how old was my eldest at that point? Well, I only had one child at that point. I, it just, it wasn't feasible for me to move. So um, that social studies degree was all I had at that point that could do something. And I uh, say I ended up, but, you know, life puts you on a path um, in a nursing and residential home because healthcare is the only business that there will always be business in, you know, so no matter what's going on in, in um, society. So that's where I ended up and stayed there until um, it was 2013. And I mean, and I only left 2013. I was, I was diagnosed with um, cancer. It was, it was fine. It was low grade. It was caught early, but it was enough to make me decide or think about things differently. And, you know, it was, it wasn't long after my brother. So there were a lot of things happening one after another, after another. Um, at the time that I was going, I'm not dealing with this now. I'm not listening to this now. I can't handle this now. I need to just focus on what's in front of me. At that point, I had two children at that point. And I was saying, I, I, you know, I have to deal with right here and right now. I'm not asking any questions. I just put it to the back of my mind and we'll deal with it another day. Um, so, yeah, I'm, that's, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's mad. Like, it's, I'm always, um, we've been doing this podcast now for like what, five years now. Five Four, years, yeah. Five years. 
And like part of the reason we do it is just getting to listen to people talk and tell their story kind of thing. And kind of what's standing out to me is that I just think it's 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 amazing that something like this twenty for twenty challenge. Eamon obviously has his own story. Um, Eamon's just after jumping back in. Oh yeah, Eamon. Finally. Um. So. That's a touchy Wi-Fi, you see. <laughs> you you, you miss Mary's waffle there. Oh God. Um, Mary told us oh, our life story. Oh God. The, the beauty of it though the beauty of it is it just cements the fact that like something like this challenge you know Eamon you 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 were telling us your story before your your internet decided to play havoc with you there yeah. you know you, you were giving us a bit of insight as to kind of like where where your background is coming from Mary's background completely different but also has experience you Mary has experienced kind of what you know suicide can do to people and, and that kind of thing and you've got all these people coming together for a great cause who without even realising I have all this in common. There's something, I don't know, to get a little bit hippie about it, there's something lovely about that. You know what I mean? There's magical in it. There is, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. There, there no, is, like, you know? And it's the way the group is connected. Like, you wouldn't believe it. Like, if you saw our WhatsApp group, you know, again, most of us are strangers or whatever. Mm. And I it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, goes up there. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Like, 100%. And then... Last week, the weekend before last, about seven of our eight of us went up to the Wicklow Mountains and in Crown Woods, the forest trail or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, we just all clicked. And it's it's like it's amazing. People from totally different backgrounds, uh, people that, you know, have gone through their own troubles. We're all sharing our own stories. It wasn't depressing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Stories, but like it's empowering, yeah. And yeah. there's you know, there's people doing uh, one girl's doing a course in. She's done a certain counselling. She's gone on to do her degree in counselling. There's you know people that go hiking with guys and bring them out for chats. You know and get them out of their own headspace and stuff like that. It's just it's unreal um, and the reaction that you're getting from people, uh, like just by wearing the t-shirt or the hoodie or whatever, going around. People are asking you what's that about, and then you tell them. And then they tell you their story, and then they give you money. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's yeah. even that even that even uh, that conversation there that that you've just described that they're noticing the general public are noticing t-shirts and they're asking you that's awareness like and that's that's what we need because obviously the government are are lacking in in their uh, support for mental health they, like they they do good but they can do a whole lot better and what they ha- what us citizens have to rely on is each other. Um, yeah. people like Suicide or Survive set up by the great Caroline McGuigan who had her own um, experiences yeah. of institutionalised kind of psychiatric wards being medicated like you already touched on Eamon in the early 2000s and she said to herself right that's it we can't sell we can't be medicating this there has to be a way around it so I mean I, 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 I know from the courses I've done with Suicide or Survive where have I met strangers and told them about it at the start of the conversation they didn't know about suicide or survive but by the end of it they're signing up for courses do you know what yeah, i mean i i, I, I it's love a the brilliant thing they're doing yeah i love the fact that so many people have come together from so many different backgrounds and then mary who just misread an email um but the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole thing is, is absolutely brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, you know, Mary, Mary was saying to us that she is it ninety five or ninety nine kilometers you have left, Mary. Uh, 
95. 95. Yeah. Amo, how, how are you doing on your pedometer there? For God's sake. Listen. 1,900 kilometers. What? 1,900. Yeah. Oh, you're showing off. Oh, I'm not. I, it's, as I said to you, I was like, the 1,000 is there. That's the bench. And mm. I was just, I had in my head 2,000. I had actually originally 2,500. And as, as I said, in May, I kind of dropped off. And I was like, okay, I have to make the 2,000. I mean, 2,000 is, is fucking unbelievable, quite frankly. But oh, yeah. there is one guy on 4,000 nearly. Yeah. Check check him for performance enhancing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the pads. <laughs> yeah, definitely on the pads. Yeah, he's on the pedals. Like, he's he's on the pedals. pick up yeah. for anyone that wasn't able to do it. And that's that's the beauty of this group. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so, right, so you, both, you both have, give or take, 100 kilometres left until your target. Well, have you got anything big planned for how you're going to cross this finish line, so to speak? No. Uh, no. I keep that that, that, that question's well. wasted. Then never mind. Mero, take oh. over, will you? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say no. there, Mary? <laughs> I said I keep telling everyone they have to come to Kerry. <laughs> We're going right. to the Caribbean, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to Scotland. It sounds like the group um, will maintain the contact throughout when this ends everything and, and, and all oh absolutely yeah we're, uh, we're hoping it's not going to end yeah i was going to say we we can exclusively reveal right now that this has become an annual event and you guys are going to be the you know the face of it <laughs> every year john blake john blake has said that you signed a contract <laughs> Where's the where, where is the contract? Where is the contract? John John said you signed the second you agreed to come to this podcast. If you remember correctly, you've all agreed to cycle around Ireland for me next year. Remember? <laughs> That's that is correct. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. Oh yeah. But like no, there's like yeah. Again, we've we've so many challenges that I think we've all thrown into the group uh, that we all want to do, and I think we're all going to do it together. I think that's going to be. Yeah. Like it's you know a couple of weeks ago there I I put up a post on the the group just about oh Jesus I was getting anxious about it ending and what's the story and then I talked to Anthony and I talked to John and they were like yeah we like you know there's we'd like to see it going on but we see what the story is and I put it up on the group and next thing everybody's like yeah 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 let's let's do this this is not ending no way no way yeah yeah. And, you know, when you get that feeling, I walked around Dublin that day and I was absolutely buzzing. I was yeah. walking on fucking air going through the streets of Dublin um, yeah, that day because I was like, this is brilliant. This is, you know. And and everybody in the group, because uh, so Mary has as, as confided that her brother died by suicide. Um, Eamon, you said it as well that you had, you've had your own kind of dark kind of what what would you say thoughts or you came close to close to suicide is is people on the group are you all sharing your experiences has everyone had an experience of suicide or, or depression yeah it, it, again going back to that from you know the the climb or whatever the hike that we did you know it, everybody's been affected in some way either by family themselves or friends or whatever and that's that's the one thing that's pulling everybody together is yeah. you know we can do better as you know you said earlier on Graham about 
it's not the government ain't going to do anything about it. You know, the HSE, the staff are the there is good staff in there that are trying to do their best with limited resources. Um, and it's, so the public have to do it. We we all have to pull in together. We all have to. You know, by talking, by wearing the t-shirts, by wearing the jumpers and getting the conversation out there and getting people. I was in the barbers today and the girl was asking me about it because we talked talked about it previously. And she started talking about being bullied in school when she was a kid. Jesus. There you yeah. go. Yeah, um, it, yeah that's, it, it affects everyone, man. It affects absolutely everyone, you know. And, you know, with COVID, that's going to be even worse. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like the figures in Galway this month, there's... Or in August, sorry, there was 20 suicides. Mm. Now, I think there was only three died from COVID in that month in Galway. Yeah. If there was three, I, I don't know the exact figure on COVID, but like 20 suicides in Galway, there was five in one weekend. Um, mm. Like it's just, you know, there's 520,000 men, I think, across the world that die by suicide each year. Like if that's not a pandemic... You know, why can't we throw the resources at that? Do you know what I mean? The same way we're throwing the resources at COVID. It's, you know, it, it just... But see, at, at the same point as well, it shouldn't be a, uh, it shouldn't be an illness versus an illness. Do you know what I mean? No, it shouldn't. Mm. It, shouldn't. it should be It should be all the one. It, you, it, it can't be... I don't think it's a time for weaponizing uh, certain, say, mental health or anything like that against something as severe as COVID as well but I, I do get what you're saying um, in terms of the severity of mental health and we need to keep up we need to we need to keep up on the the awareness side of it and yeah. we need to keep up on on uh, on talking everyone just needs to talk because like you said there Eamon uh, you were getting anxious about the, the, the end date the, the finish line and then you know People start, you put it in the WhatsApp group, people start talking. They said, no, well, sure, let's continue something. And you were walking on air, you know what I mean? That's, that, that's, that's how talking does. If you hadn't have, a lot of people that have anxiety would have kept that fear inside them. And it would have built up their chest. It would have built up. It would have been exploding. Their stomach would have been nodded. But you just said, lads, what's the story? Are we getting, are we start, keep continuing this? Everyone said, yeah. Next minute, you're loving life. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's brilliant. And I, I think, like, the, the thing, I suppose, about it is, you know, the, me- mental health has been a problem for a long time, uh, not just in Ireland, around the world. And it, 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 unfortunately, will continue to be a problem because, you know, the support isn't there and that kind of thing. And I suppose things like this help not only open a conversation, but bring attention to it where previously attention wouldn't have been given to it. So it's a, it's a brilliant event and full credit to everyone for taking part. Now, I mean, Mary, you're a healthcare worker and you've managed to do this, which is fucking amazing. Eamon, you're an essential worker and working six days a week through a global pandemic, you managed to not just rack up a thousand, you're racking up fucking 2000, which to be honest, is 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 beyond amazing. Like yeah. genuinely, the, the two years have done fucking amazing with this. Um, I, I presume there's still time for people to to donate and jump on board and support this this thing. Um, and I I really hope they can. Yeah, I think we're we're about. I think we're a couple of thousand short of the twenty thousand. Um, people can go to justgiving.com. 
and Suicide or Survive and the 2420 challenges there. Marlo, you still have some of your Rio 16 brown envelope money to give, do you? <laughs> I still have my confirmation money. I'll, I'll donate. Yeah. <laughs> you made your confirmation twice, I heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for the money. <laughs> so, so sorry I am just if you can repeat those ones the details again people can go to ju- is it just giving you said yeah just giving dot com and yeah. go to the 2420 challenge it's on the suicide or survive page as well yeah. um, or, or they can go to the suicide or survive website and it's up there as well uh, the details are there and you know we've we eclipsed the 20,000 kilometers as a group by the end of July which is, you know, just phenomenal to think, you know, yeah. that we did it. Um, we just need to make sure we make our money target now. That's the most important thing because, you know, the services, as you said earlier on, the services that Suicide or Survive provide across the country uh, is helping so many people. It's, you know, and it's helping not just the people themselves who are affected, it's affected, it's the families, the workplaces, their mates, all that kind of stuff. That's... and. You know that's the work that they do, and that's why you know I rode in behind it. And you know because Suicide Survive, it's just it's an amazing charity, and they're a great group group of people, as you all know. Um, Absolutely, yeah. That's I, I think I think lads that you, you should definitely plan some sort of ceremonial crossing the line thing. Well, Mary <laughs> has it planned already. <laughs> We can get on that. Don't worry. Once we're finished here, now we'll be on the group chat. We that's get that that's it. I, I, I want almost a parade. I want ticker tape, fanfare, balloons. That's it. <laughs> Graham Erdogan will cover all the costs. So I whatever you need. Are you just going to come down and do a live podcast for it? Yeah. You might do. Yeah. So long as there's no travel restrictions and Leash doesn't go into lockdown again, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> and, 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 Dan, Danny wants to do like a Rose of Chile thing, in Chile. Oh, listen, if we could do a Rosa Tralee type thing, man, I'd be all over it. <laughs> all over it. Oh, any excuse to get out of leash. Um, uh, yeah, well, that but, could be, I'm sure Mary can arrange that. That shouldn't be a problem. Like. Yeah, not a problem. Leave it with me. <laughs> Mary, Mary's the party I've, planner of the group. Yeah. I've, I've a goon in the wardrobe waiting, Mary. Don't let me down. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks for the two Before before we let you go though, and and thanks so much for your time and for sharing your story. It's uh, absolutely amazing. And yeah, look, it's it's a great cause and fair play to John for coming up with the idea and then everyone else getting involved. And it's amazing. But um, if people want to kind of just track your last few kilometers or whatever, is there a social media page you want to plug? Uh, I think everybody is using the hashtag twenty four twenty challenge with their stuff. So it's on, I think, Instagram, it's on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and a Suicide or Survivor putting up their posts on their social media as well. Uh, so, you know, and watch out. Watch this space for whatever else is going to come down the line because there's plenty of other things going to happen. Yeah, that's it. Uh, well, can't, can't wait! Can't wait to hear what comes next, and we'll we'll definitely get you back on and chat to you about it then. And I was going. We will, yeah, definitely. And can't wait to hear what emails you've misread between now and then, Mary. And what hijinks it causes. Yeah, maybe we can do it in Kalini Castle then as well, because you know that's what I was looking forward to, like originally. Yeah, 
That's it. Yeah. Normally, we'd, normally we'd put on a banquet, but COVID just, uh, you know, knocked out for six, <laughs> as you said at the start, Amo. <laughs> uh, but Mary, Eamon, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And, and genuinely, well well done. Absolutely amazing stuff from, from you guys and everyone involved in the 20 for 20 challenge. Brilliant. Cheers. Thanks, Danny. Talk to you later. Eamon and Mary there from 2420. Uh, brilliant, brilliant initiative. Fair play to John and fair play to everybody else taking part in that. Log on to the Just Given page. Log on to Suicide to Five page. Support it, lads. Uh, we've said many, many times on this podcast that Suicide to Five is worth supporting. And um, yeah, this this brilliant, brilliant cause, brilliant, brilliant initiative. Whew. Me and Marrow aren't better than my... Uh, we no, we, <laughs> we record the intro and the outro together sometimes, and uh, Danny's intro, <laughs> where oh. he apologised to the Jewish community for saying, I'm having got enough and we've been in the giggles for the last 20 minutes oh man like genuinely this is we always record the interview and then we we, we top and tail we record the intro and outro separately <laughs> peeling back the curtain or the foreskin of the show if you will and uh, <laughs> Jesus oh god uh, um, I haven't had me dinner and I'd just like to blame me low blood sugar levels on this and I'd like to apologise unreservedly Fair enough. Um, I withdraw really, my comments. Lovely. And that was a really good interview um, with Eamon and Mary and everyone else who's doing the challenge. Fair play to you and, and best of luck. And uh, keep it going. Like, obviously, you don't have to always fundraise, but keep some sort of challenge going uh, for yourselves. It sounds like you've created a, a good community amongst yourselves, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you want to listen to that podcast or any other archive podcast that we've done, that we have done in the past, you can search WTS Pod on all podcast providers, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Podbean, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, anywhere, everywhere you can get a podcast. You can ask Alexa. You can ask Alexa, exactly. You can go to at WTS Pod on Twitter. Um, He's at Dan Joe Murray. I'm at Merrigamania. He's drinking Pepsi Max. I would prefer Coca-Cola, but I had a Fanta Lemon today. And this is What's the Story? Danny, clear eyes. Full heart. Can't lose. Too sweet. <laughs> <laughs>